<laughs> Eddie Murphy was working at the Christmas uh, tree shop yeah. with you? I'm going to hell. <laughs> We're already there, Mark. We're already there. Mm. Speaking of hell, hey. welcome to a new Amuse Bouche segment of Nightcaps at the Theater. This is the April 19th pop culture episode. Ooh. And who's here? A lot here of stuff. Do? Yep, a lot of stuff. Not yeah. as juicy, not as the succulent feast that we had a couple weeks ago, oh, but of still. Course. Not still. all those uh, little slugs that were sucking on all those young boys and Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. the leeches, you mean? Uh, well, they're, they're like slugs. They're, they're like blood slugs. <laughs> I just call them that. Hashtag blood slugs. I've yeah. been doing it wrong the whole <laughs> well, time. we've got an episode title already. Thank goodness, blood <laughs> slugs or anything. Um, anyways, who's here at this table? I don't know any of you. Uh, my name is uh, Matt... R plus L equals J Z oh. Cabrera. Do you get that reference? Huh? We'll get into it. We'll get into it. I don't know. Oh, I can't read. Uh. I have people uh, on the internet tell me. Uh, I, I have a butler you had reading read it, read theories. It for you. Yeah, no, reading theories. Online. Literally, when you were saying that, I was thinking of like. What am I going to intro with? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a hamster. Yeah. Just like... so, I was literally just like that woman from Shaun of the Dead goes, Sorry, dear, miles away. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's good. You look like a good zombie. Uh, All right. Uh, I'm your friendly neighborhood, upside down, French kisser, Mark Zebro Jr. Ooh, the sexiest Spider-Man still to this day? You know what? I like... With all, the mask on? I like I, I all... Like, I like a 14-year-old, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I like... Holland can get it. No, <laughs> I like all those Sam Raimi movies. Yeah, they're oh, good. Yeah. I, I, they, Harris, because yeah. they know what they are, and yeah. I accept that for them. Yeah. Even the third one I rewatched recently, it's fun. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. Is fun. Him tap dancing, you know, just down the street, emo oh, yeah. looking. I dance just love to- his Lithuanian neighbor in his bad apartment complex. It's just like, I made food, you want? And it's like, <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, yeah, there's, some, there's somebody who has a surprising cameo in that movie, and I forgot who it was. Bruce Campbell. And every one you say of those. Campbell? Campbell. Campbell. <laughs> Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Well, I, Campbell I'm... races sing this song. <laughs> uh, Evil Dead. Evil and, Dead. <laughs> anyways, I'm somebody ought to get there, man. I think he got lost in my DMs. Ooh. What? My DMs, Jonathan Kwiatkowski. Damn. And um, I guess we're here. We're situated. Can we um get the TV court? In session, hey, bang the mm-hmm. gavel. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's a sexy gavel. <laughs> All <laughs> rise. <laughs> Already. Oh, don't don't sit, joke. Sit sit sit. While we were in recess, I, I had my day in court. My two yeah, day, two days of you jury duty. You were the oh, raw That's so that's so funny because yesterday I got my jury uh, duty in the mail, oh, and that's hilarious because as a you. teacher, I never have to go to do jury duty. I'm jealous. This was don't be. Well, you read, so you have something to do. They, they made me turn off my phone. Yeah. Uh, Funny how that works, right? It's unbelievable. Uh, I was like, this is America, sir. But just to be and sure, you weren't on trial, right? It's unclear. You didn't know you still, got off scot-free? I'm still not sure. But but they said I could go right out after the second day. One, so. two, wow. ice is coming for you. Three, <laughs> Yep. All yeah, right, TV cool. Cool. There's my race joke. Yeah. <laughs> Who's starting? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead. Okay. I'll do uh, real quick, because I know we're going to get into a, a bombshell soonish. Yeah, I'll oh, save that for okay. the end. So I'll get into What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, oh, buddy. It's a comedy I've kept bringing up for the past few episodes. Uh, I know John's watching it. It's I good am. stuff. Mark, you watching it? 
Not yet. Oh, I, you need I, to. As since I got rid of my cable box, I'm kind of limited in how I'm watching television. Had to sell now. it for okay. drugs. That's didn't fair. You? Oh yeah. yeah, just that sweet, sweet pixie stick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but this is a show you got to get your hands on as quick as possible. Find your local dealer, your local red box. I don't know how people get things, but uh, oh, when we were out. Uh, episode three was released. It was excellent introduction of the werewolves into our little uh, world building vampire mm-hmm. story. And Staten and Island, just <laughs> in Staten Island, mm-hmm. uh, not confined to that. We'll get into that in a bit. But a consistently mm-hmm. funny episode. I love the lines. I love the deliveries. So many quotables. Um, just, I love. There's a werewolf pissing on my lawn. <laughs> Nadja, Nadja, she she had she's, so many lines. Yeah. She's uh, the best. She had, I hate this goat, just deadpan and and then your fucking hat and perfect editing after that. And uh, in the same episode, episode three, there was um, I think you see, I think this happens when a werewolf is like trying to transform or trying to heal or something, and he's just struggling. He's going like, and one of the guys, I believe it's Nandor, goes, he's gonna shit, and Nadja just goes, oh no. It's just perfect delivery. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, episode four, we do get the uh, witch skin hat. <laughs> what um, is this feeling at the back of my head? Oh, the witch's asshole. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, it's. I thought this was a good episode. It reminded me a little more of uh, episode two. Mm-hmm. And they're they were they're slowly continuing along that storyline of like the human slowly becoming a vampire too, which <laughs> yeah. I love. Oh, I forgot about that. that yeah, was, like, it's the like cold an open. opening. Yeah, yeah, but it's there. Which really begged the question for me. Uh, what's going on with the cameras? Because oh, yeah. when the van, you know, when their vampires are being mm-hmm. captured, it's uh, diegetic. Yeah, I guess is the term. Uh, so you know, the ca- they interact with the cameraman and things like that. But that wouldn't, that shouldn't be possible at the college campus. So that's a little logistic thing that um, probably almost nobody cares about, but it keeps me up at night. Yeah, like a. Like a vampire. I don't think we're supposed to question it. I, I guess we're not. We're supposed to spend disbelief you know, for just a short while. Um, anyway. Can I ask a, a quick question? Yes. Has this have any correlation with the characters from the film at all? Like mm-hmm. even the say the production crew behind it. Unless they reveal Taika Waititi's character is also directing this series in the end, so you know that could happen. Also direct? No, because he's an actor in the original movie, right? And yeah. if they turn the camera around, <laughs> it's Taika Waititi's character <laughs> yeah. from the movie. Going, <laughs> that's true. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, I do like that. I mean, he he is working in television, which you know I'll get to later. Oh so. yeah, mm. but um, yeah, no good good mm-hmm. show. A little, tiny little bit inconsistent. I thought episode one and three were fantastic. Two and four mm-hmm. still good. You know, I just want to interject slower. that the emotional vampire Evie Russell was hilarious. Oh yeah, she's yeah. good. When, That's uh, who is that? Somebody from SNL. It is. Uh, it's Molly. Sh- not Molly Shannon. No, it's the the new one from SNL. That I don't know any of their names because I yeah, don't watch SNL. It doesn't matter. The, <laughs> but she, the one with the face. But she's good. Yeah, remember? She looks kind of like <laughs> sure. Looks, yeah, looks kind of mousy. Yeah, a uh, white girl. Kristen Wiig. No. no. No, see, that's where. It's not her. Well, well, that's as mousy new, as I can get when it comes to SNL. No. There's a new generation now, and we know none of them. <laughs> yeah. um, and I want to mention Nick Kroll is in. Yeah. The fourth episode. Oh, he, he is. Was, he was okay. Yeah. I, 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 oh, we'll watch exciting. for Nick Kroll, though, huh? You won't listen to us. Oh, I like Nick Kroll now. I, I used to <laughs> not like us, him. Apparently. I used to not like him. And then I was like, no, I really like this guy. Uh, I really like whenever Me he's too. on a podcast and he he brings out his chupacabra character. Yeah. Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but that's it for me until we get to wow. you know, the big story. All right, I got a lot, but I'll speed through them, as usual. Um, at home with Amy Sedarius. She's stealing my life, guys. I'm really over it. Kind of like a Evie Russell vampire. Yeah, except they're or not Colin. my emotions. Yeah, but she had an episode entitled Hospitality, where she <laughs> takes care of someone who's bedridden, and that bedridden person is frequent guest of the show, Cola Scola, who you'll know from Difficult People as the one gay friend who works in the bar with mm. um, Gabri Sibide. Is that um, Matthew? Yeah. Okay. And he's a comedian, singer, hilarious. I've been obsessed. He has this really funny YouTube video with, like, um, I want to be a mom, and I ran away, and nice. I started a drug trade all because of orange juice and stuff. It's hilarious. You should check him out. And it's a long story, but he's suffering from fake blindness in a parody of a movie that, yet again, no one would get but me, Wait Until Dark, based on the original place. And he's playing the same character in the same situation. And then they have another character come in, dressed up the exact same way as Alan Ida, who is in that... <laughs> that movie and I'm like this is clearly a Wait Until Dark parody and I messaged Amy Sedaris or the Instagram account and she liked both my comments Damn. so I was like someone out there I think it's time saying, we get you on the show John I think so too because or they, we get her on this show their cast list is phenomenal I, they've got like everyone I love that's on crazy. that show how, and how long is an episode 30 minutes oh that's pretty good I could probably check that out yeah yeah I, like I've been saying for close to a year now. <laughs> no, right? I know. I just I, I want some consistent. Like we were talking about um, Twilight Zone, how it's an hour oh, long. So yeah. it's like too long, I want yeah. something a little bit more. Like I think Project Runway yeah. is too long this season, but that's just me. Um, yeah, I forgot to watch Twilight Zone. I, I told myself I would after last episode. Forgot. Me neither. Um, they also had a Thanksgiving episode with Anna Gaster, who's one SNL alum that I actually love because you know she has talent outside of. SNL. Mm. <laughs> Take that, and, Keenan. And it involves her. Fist, <laughs> oh, no, Keenan. It involves her and uh, Amy Sedaris fisting a turkey and seeing how many fists they could fit in a turkey. And we've determined eight fists. And then she goes, Well, I need five fists in this turkey to feed five people. Oh, no, I'm three and a half fists short. <laughs> and uh, Jackie Hoffman's also on there, who is acclaimed Broadway actress. She was in recently Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which was horrible. Yeah. But she's been in um, a feud on Brian Murphy's thing. She's all over the place. And it was a Birds, the Birds parody yeah. with turkeys. And <laughs> yet again, Jackie Hoffman was playing the old woman in the bar who goes to Tippi Hedren like, these are birds. They're smarter than men. They organize in groups. And I'm like, I know what you're doing. And you're doing it for me. And Damn. I appreciate it, Amy Sedaris. I feel like she didn't go to these lengths last season. Or if they did, you they, know, they it had went a few, over my head. They had a few last season. But this season, it seems to be consistently based on old like Hollywood <laughs> affairs that I would totally just get in at, a the, at the end of the finale she's gonna be like did you get the theme <laughs> answer in um uh project runway too long and mm. it, it's just too long an hour and a half is too much for project runway um one episode we missed was about dapper dan who's 90s hip-hop fashion atelier uh he's made clothes for jay-z oh. you know him right beyonce <laughs> mm, you may know her and uh, this recent episode, which Mark probably would have died at, was the video game fashion episode. Ooh. And I love every time any show does oh, anything no. on video games because there's always sound effects that don't match. There's yeah. always adults in the room that are like, what's a video game? Yeah. And they hire in the designers and they're like programming on their computers and like, boop, 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 this is a video game. And they're like, oh. And then uh. there's always two people that are like, I've played a video game once in my life. <laughs> I remember Mortal Kombat. And... They, That's so annoying. One yeah. of the characters this dude made, Sparrow, whatever his name is, he made literally Bayonetta. Like, okay. as an outfit. But well, that's good. 
No, he didn't know what Bayonetta was. His final result was just a dominatrix who's also a fashion designer. Yeah. And I said, that's just Bayonetta without the gun. You just gave her a whip instead. Jesus. But I was screaming at the television and no one listened again, so... Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Where, where's the cosplay uh, boudoir show? Oh, you don't you miss uh, what was it called? It was on was Sci-Fi it, yeah, like, with Yaya. We always used to watch her make fun about. of it. Mm-hmm. Heroes of Cosplay. That's yeah. It. okay. Yeah, uh, this sounds familiar. it's gone. It got canceled after two seasons. Uh, that, that that doesn't surprise me because I think me and my four friends were the only ones. <laughs> but who like, watched it. like 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 bringing all these like like well-known Instagram, Twitter like cosplayers and like make them judges and uh, do all this. Hell, I'll look at it. Yeah, for real. Mm. I uh, just I hate when they half-ass things so much, and it always seems mm-hmm. to be with. Video games for some reason. Yeah. It's pandering. It's like every show too, because they can't afford the rights for like the sound effects, and they always use controllers that don't match the systems, oh, yeah. and it irks <laughs> me more than anything in this planet would. Oh yeah. Anyways, a good show. Ooh. Fosse Verdon on FX, telling the chronicles of Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon, mm. uh, yet again starring Sam Rockwell and Michelle Williams. Oh my God, that um, gif you sent me. Oh, with her. But that's so Gwen Verdon. There's a gif of her, um, Michelle Williams, she's like clutching her face and like voguing basically, but just as a reaction to go like, go away from me, Bob. And it it's like a five minute motion with her hand. And the tweet is just give Michelle the Emmy now because this is how Gwen Verdon would move. She looks yeah. fabulous. She does. Michelle Williams. It's transcendent. It, it's great. It's good fun. Um, the first episode opens with Sweet Charity, the big spender number, which is always fun. Um, and we got some trivia on the cabaret film that Bob Fosse was filming at the same time. And I enjoyed this fact that I didn't know he cast real porn actresses in the cabaret, the movie. Um, hmm. uh, and he only cast the old and ugly ones, not the young ones. And the young uh. ones got very upset about that. <laughs> um, the second episode is during Damn Yankees, another great show. And it describes the loss of... Joan McCracken, which was Fosse's first or second wife, because he, he got around a little bit. And it was sad because she died while he was having an affair with Gwen Verdon. And he knew she was going to die. It was a terminal illness. Mm. So it was wow. rough and a lot he of emotional stakes. Yeah, and they did not end up happy together either. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I think you should watch it, especially <laughs> if you're invested in any sort of theater. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not usually a Sam Rockwell fan. I think he's a great actor, but I think Three Billboards really... That character put me off him for a while, but he's he back, was, baby. He's so good I, yeah. at Three Billboards. I, I love Sam Rockwell. Even yeah. like his stuff that doesn't get really recognized as much. Like yeah. He just has some kind of like hidden charisma that mm-hmm. people just don't really take into account. Yeah. Um, you're talking about uh, Three Billboards. Uh, but I movie, think, yeah. oh, Sorry. No, go, go, go. Uh, movie that came out maybe a year or two before that was uh, Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was great in that. Yeah. I, I, I just, I love that movie. I think it and was that just, director. I think it was mm-hmm. just the, the taste that Three Billboards in general left in my mouth that kind of put me off him for a while. But he's back, so mm-hmm. I forgive him. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. Gotta bring it up. It's my tradition now. Uh, they had two episodes we missed. Farm to Runway, which essentially was a quirky challenge where you had to get... Uh, farm fresh materials and make an outfit out of them so it was basically a project runway challenge mm. and it was interesting but then we also had the snatch game at sea which is where you play or impersonate hollywood characters we had um we had harvey firestein by one of them that they were impersonating david david and i i realized that or louis armstrong would be a perfect choice for me because those are the two voices i could do but i think one would go over better than the other one unless <laughs> i go i'm back from the grave wait hold on now i get to no, get no, are you- hold on <clears throat> I'm back from the grave, Rue. I need to come. Louis, reach me up there. Louis, yeah. listen, I have, I have a great idea for a play that you have to put on with me. Now, please, it's going to be like a sequel to Hairspray. Oh. But you know what? <laughs> uh, I'm, 
I'm Edna, of course, mm-hmm. and I need you. I need you to play Wilbur. Can you do that for me? Oh, I think I can. All right, here we go. Here we, listen, I'm just going to get in touch with my mother from the grave. Yeah. Mother! Mother! Uh, the only voice I could do is, woohoo! Oh, Luigi. <laughs> you got it. Well, no, it's Link. <laughs> it's Green Mario. Oh. Well, uh, does he have any other catchphrases? We're, we're all voice actors here. <laughs> and that's why we don't do bits, ladies. Oh. <laughs> That'll teach us. Oh. Um, anyways, the Snatch Game at Sea episode ended with probably the best lip sync of the series. Ooh. It was a long It's close. Series. It's close. There's like one that might just ish it out. Better yeah. than Tom Holland? <laughs> Ignoring that. But it was to uh, Demi Lovato's I'm Sorry, Not Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're aware of that song. It was great. I think you should just watch it just for the lip sync to see what you're missing. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right, almost done. <laughs> we have The Act on Hulu. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I'm watching it still, but it's actually secretly hilarious. <laughs> if you're not familiar with The Act, it's about Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who is uh, kind of forced to be sick from her mother for many years, locked in this house in Florida, and her revolting against her and eventually finding a boyfriend online and hiring him to murder her and then they all go running away together and then get caught and she goes to jail and it's really but it it plays like a lifetime movie and more like a comedy at some points just because Patricia Arquette's accent like southern she's like oh gypsy I can't I can't do any accents today I I don't even know what I was doing but it's southern like oh gypsy I don't know what you're doing here and it it doesn't make any sense and we had a kind of Irish I'm not I'm out of it today I'm sorry I can't do accents my Louis was flubbed I'm gonna cut this all out Uh, Louis was okay I thought I was impressed don't lie to me I could do a better Louis but we got a flashback episode on uh, the mother's character and it made me feel for this horrible woman. So, oh. you know, that's something sweet, I guess. That's mm-hmm. good. Um, before we get to the mark and the big thing at the end, uh, some trailers. We got American Horror Story 1984. which That's, that's happening? It's I thought coming. they were done with no. Apocalypse. They should Never. be done. Never, <laughs> no. But Sarah Paulson might not be in this season, mm. or so she says. But what about... Uh, Three cheers for the red, white, and blue. Well, she's the best part of these seasons. Isn't... Uh, is it <laughs> Not Je- since Jessica... class have you ever seen acting so stoic. <laughs> is, it, is it Jessica Lange who's in like every single season? Oh, that was four seasons ago. She oh, quit four not... seasons oh, ago, Lord. yeah. Well, Kathy Bates and... Uh, no, Sarah Paulson's the one that's been in every season. And this okay. is the first season that she said, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. But it's a slasher based on the classic. I heard Evan, film genre. Evan Peters isn't coming back. Oh, he'll be sorely missed, I'm sure. Well, I don't know. I I just hear it now. You know, he's just like a, a, a favorite that comes back every Not season. Not to me. Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, I also it. I also hear mixed things about him and Emma Roberts. Oh, they've had a fun relationship together. Ooh. <laughs> really hands-on relationship. Yikes. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Pose is back for season two this summer. And it got... Uh, that show's still going on? Yeah, it was great. The first season was great. Oh, wow. I, I, that totally went over my head. <laughs> it was uh, snubbed at the Glad Awards, though, which was uh, a big deal. Hmm. But um, it did inspire that Billy Porter on the red carpet moment that... We all saw Billy Porter's like dress so, suit. Yeah. That Glenn Close was like, hmm. She gives like a five minute look. You guys need a Twitter. <laughs> You're missing pop culture. I'm pretty sure I saw that. Yeah. But I, I can't recall what the actual. Uh, well, you said dress, right? It was a suit dress. Okay. He came in in a dress and then tore That's, it away. That sounds very familiar. It's coming back to me. I saw Glenn Close's reaction to that. Yeah. I was just, I was like, 
Hmm. She went on a face journey. Hmm. She started out like, I'm not sure, but then, mm, I like this. Do so. we, who is Billy Porter? Do, do we, Broadway. I don't, I don't know what he's from. Broadway. But like, what, what's, what show? and more. Oh, all right. Sorry. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I just, uh, I think I saw him for the first time at uh, Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve or something like that. <laughs> well, it's not rockin' anymore. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And now he, he's been on the radar ever since. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was his big role. I think he blew up from, from Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve. Mm. It's and Anderson Cooper's New Year's Eve. Oh. Not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> I still miss Kathy Griffin. I'm one of the few. Oh, when, oh, when she uh, sexually assaulted him Good. on camera? It was fun. <laughs> I hated it. Oh. Well, we'll beg to differ again, <laughs> won't we? We'll add this to the list. Different strokes for different pokes. Um, lastly, the last trailer we saw was uh, Big Little Lies Season 2, June 9th. Oh, wow, that's soon. Remember, Meryl's coming. Right it's after be Game big. of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> to take over right after. For the wine moms who are done with Game <laughs> yeah, of Thrones. Remember, remember, the Meryl of November. <laughs> Whatever. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Thank you. I'll see my way up. I'm going to have to edit this episode to high hell. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be too you know, it seems like it. I try, I'm trying new things here. You know, I'm trying to be a little bit more witty, but apparently it's not working too mm. much. Mm. Uh, and, and that ends my uh, TV court till the big deal. Uh, I did realize that I forgot to mention Killing Eve, which uh, mm. I think I've seen one or two more episodes since last time. It's great. Still great. Uh, keeps on being great. Uh, will never stop being great. <laughs> and uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was, you know, it's fine. It, it's good. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is fine. What else is there? Arrested Development? That's, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, Baxter I'm, I'm still was going a, on. a host on the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, and he's hot now. Baxter? Buster? Buster, yeah. Okay. He's, he's hot, hot now. now. Oh. <laughs> like, like blowing up, or like he's been working out? Like, sexy now. What? No. He was never sexy. Oh, I'm going to show you. Tony Hale? The judges were still... lusting. The internet is aflame. Is he still bald? No. Well, he's balding, but now he has like this beard and goatee. He's looking good. Give me a second here. Yeah, look up the latest screenshot of Tony Hale on RuPaul's Drag Race. He looking. He didn't look like Tony Hale. I said, who this man? I feel like even he's in Veep as well, and I think I'm not too familiar with that show, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. I, I think he also plays kind of a man-child there, too. Yeah. Very, literally the opposite of uh, the definition of sexy. I'm, I'm only getting like Buster and Veep photos. I'll, I'll look for a picture This doesn't look. This doesn't strike me as attractive. Actually, the third one? Which one? Good. This yeah. one? Yeah, he's just got some beard. He's got some scruff. But he looks well, better with a beard he than did. he did. He definitely does look better. That's what, and he was wearing a nice blue suit. I said, who this man? Also, I don't hmm. think this man ages. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know, but... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm look, now I'm looking at Arrested Development Welcome photos. to this. What's his name? Tony Hale? Tony Hale. Tony, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Forky. Forky. Oh, that's Forky? Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, it's I a small world wow. after all, isn't it? I did not oh, know look, that. Oh, look, it's... Uh, <laughs> I'm not feline so well. <laughs> he looks like... Uh, what's his name? Bob Saget in this photo. Oh, <laughs> like true. Bob Saget now. Yeah. That's mm, but, which, which is sad. <laughs> did you conclude here? Uh, yeah, no, I'm done. I, all right. Case all right. My, mine's, TV. Real, mine's really uh, quick, and uh, it's going to transition all for, also into... To, um, um, movie phone so uh, most of my news comes from a galaxy far far away Ooh. so we quick have check <laughs> maybe there's <laughs> a quick check opening up by my house wow Ooh, I got you beat there's a Wawa opening by my house what yeah. I got you beat there's a drug dealer right outside <laughs> <laughs> does he have pixie sticks yeah just for you oh. <laughs> special price <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, this past weekend we had Star Wars Celebration. 
Should I be scared? <laughs> no. Where's my gun? I, I, was, I was thinking of giving that a woo, but then I was like, I was, wow. Mark did this gesture with his head. It's like we were supposed to well, get The reason I did that, I, I, it would have been just like a, we got Star Wars celebration. Because some a lot of exciting things came out, which I was like dreading. I was like, no, F this, F that. Literally, a friend from my local comic book store made me take work off so we can watch the live panel for Star Wars Episode Nine, huh. and I and that are you w- sure that man's that, friend? Hold on, <laughs> that 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 panel was like an F minus. Good, like Ooh. it it was. It I'm was Awful because but- the backlash after that last movie that came out. Oh man, it was just like. First of all, J.J. Abrams is not a good public speaker. Uh, no. He stumbles as much as I do when it comes to my own comments and how to address them. Mm. Kathleen Kennedy being there is is like a. Her almost looking down the barrel of a gun of Bob Iger, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then they brought out all the cast, which almost kind of looked like a cringe festival. The way they they were all kind of delivering for the Manchurian Candidate. Sorry, the, I saw, the I saw, aside from John Boyega and Oscar Isaac, who are just vibrant, charismatic yeah. uh, actors and and good people. Not even Emily. Uh, Emily, what's her name? Daisy. Daisy, Daisy Ridley. Close enough. I, she had <laughs> she had like nothing to say. I think m- most because of what's going to come out in this next film. So mm. anyway, so I'll get into that on movie talk for <laughs> movie talk. What's movie for talk? for for movie phone? Yeah, we don't talk about movies. We answer the phone. Uh, <laughs> so for for TV court, wow. uh, we have the Mandalorian. Now I talked about this last week, but now. Uh, Leaked footage and behind-the-scenes stuff came out with um, leaked <laughs> uh, Pablo Pascal as the titular Mandalorian. Leaked uh, and um, Wait, Pablo or Pedro? Oh, uh, hold I, on. I don't even know. No, no, I have it right here. Um, yeah, no, Pedro. You're right. Pedro Pascal. <laughs> I keep um, my green card. <laughs> uh, no, Gina Car- uh, Carano, oh, who's an is- who's an MMA fighter, apparently. Um, Werner Herzog, Taika Waititi. <laughs> Carl Weathers, Nick Nolte, um, and uh, G- Gianna- and Urkel, <laughs> Gianna Gianna Carla Esposito. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Gus Fring. Uh, he oh, I love from, him. from I saw him, uh, some of the leak footage that came out. Uh, he looks good. You know, it's it looks like Gus. You know, or like whatever. You like uh, he's really known for outside of Breaking Bad. Speaking of which, <laughs> we haven't gotten a new season of uh, Dear White People this month. We haven't. And I'm upset hmm. by it. Is he on that show? Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, he's wow. a narrator. Yeah, but uh, you know, from the footage I looked and uh, so, no, one of the leaked uh, um, scenes that they showed at the at the panel for uh, for the Mandalorian, it looks good. It looks it looks like a high production value show. That's I gonna mean, be, Disney's that, gonna make that budget, so mm-hmm. that'll be on Disney Plus, which they are they also announced Disney Plus will yeah. be out yeah. November twelfth at six ninety nine a month, which, which is insane. Fantastic. It's great, but you know they're gonna boost it up. But you know we all gonna buy it. But the Beautiful. thing I'm in. they have a pun- ton of original content that's mm-hmm. coming to it, but the list mm-hmm. of stuff that I saw that they're bringing is like nothing but remakes in terms Ugh. of a series. Like you already said, uh, Matt, that there's going to be a High School Musical, the yeah. musical, the, the series. series. Which, which like. just based on the name alone, <laughs> I, like. I will watch every episode religiously. Uh, they have a they have a uh, Father of the Bride series now. Why? Like, uh, hmm. And uh, a Parent Trap series. Uh, it's an actual parent trap. Honey, I shrunk, trying to kill the parents. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the series. Will Auntie make a return? I hope so. so. If Auntie comes back, I'm in. Like, none of it looks original, which I'm pretty sad about. Disney? Not original? <laughs> but, you know, they'll, get they, there. They, they, they'll find their footing. They, they, they said, you know, it's like, you're not going to get everything right off the bat once the service hits, but you'll have a majority of 
all like the previous oh excuse me <laughs> I didn't mean the burp into it um previous Disney films both live action and animated that includes also the Marvel films the Star oh, Wars yeah. films mm-hmm. uh anything that this conglomerate got its hands on basically I mean that they, you'll see it there they have a back catalog for the ages so even if they don't release any original content I'm still what, in day one which I'm not sure if like do they swap any of that out or the vaults like will will it come back and forth? Yeah. They'll just yep. They'll put it away for like five years and then they'll resell it to you at a higher price. Mm-hmm. That's what they used to do. Uh, I they think they still kind of do it. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, with, with Disney their Plus, media, out, yeah. with Disney Plus, I don't think it's going to happen anymore. I, don't I think know. it'll all be I don't there. Trust that always. mouse. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> that we'll rat, see. <laughs> Michael Moose. I don't like him. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I think that pretty much uh, sums up my stuff. So now I guess we can get into the meat and potatoes of uh, what we all watched this weekend. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. I'm so bored now. I'm so bored now. I'm so bored now. I'm so bored now. I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah. Wow. Disappointed from your guys' reactions. Oh. Was that supposed to be a burn? It's like, get another Mike's heart. Oh, yeah. The alcohol's pouring tonight. We can get into the... Listen, so, I need a lot of alcohol to make it through that one-hour episode. I think we have three uh, reactions on the same scale, because I, I liked it. Uh, I wasn't blown away. I didn't love it. I, there were flaws. I wish it were better. Yeah. But ultimately, I liked it. Same. But... Did we mention uh, the show we're talking about? <laughs> if the audience <laughs> couldn't piece together through our butchered theme song, it's we're El- talking about it's Elmo of Thrones. Yeah, that, the, the, I, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, Did you see Cookie Monster of Westworld too? No, I heard that was hilarious. Pretty... Oh, that's uh, good. But Game of Thrones is what we're talking about. Yeah. It's back for its last season. Whew. We'll see about that. <laughs> well, they do. It's confirmed that that, that spinoff show's coming out afterwards. Yeah. So well, I'm not excited for that. I'm of the proponent that the books are way better, and I know they'll never be finished because Gurm's gonna die. <laughs> it's fine, and someone Some, will either somebody, ghostwrite it or you know. I think Jordan Jordan Peterson probably. When the books ended time. and they started making up their own like choose your own adventure bullshit, I fell out of favor with it. There's a few episodes that come along that really surprise me yeah. like Battle of the Bastards 13 years ago or whenever it first premiered <laughs> I remember we were still in grade school oh yeah still yeah. in elementary yeah and uh, that episode and I hear the third episode of this season is where the shit all goes down and Ooh, it's like the okay. good episode where the budget is because there wasn't any budget this episode that's true <laughs> But well, I think that just speaks to like the length of the episode you're gonna get uh, an hour now. and a half instead of an hour. Yeah. Like, wow. God. For six episodes, they really are spoiling us, aren't they, Mark? <laughs> I don't know. I think they really well, opened up the coffers well, for us. Th- this is a high budget television show. Uh, I mean, come it's on. It's been high budget for all these seasons. Yeah, but, yeah, but still, but you see it progressing. You know, like the animation. But you think the for the last season they would have been. Yeah, Maybe they, we they can make the dragons look a little bit better. They could have reached I, I a little. I like the dragons. Reached a little more into the till. <laughs> Even, all right, all right. Can we get into it? Yeah. yeah. Well, my we con- are in it. Well, like, my, we, we, my conclusion for this episode is, well, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. This, this was a funny episode. It was chock full of jokes. And I thought and fan service. And, and, yeah. How, how can you call it fan service if it's just because like the, the show? Because the stupid American fans are like, oh, I want to see Cersei talk about elephants. <laughs> and look, there it was. Cersei oh, goes, there never, were no elephants. I never heard her mention elephants prior, so I don't understand. It's a joke, Mark. It's just like that's what they took away from it. And if the writing is so easy to predict that when I in a drunken state can fill in the <laughs> blanks to the end of the sentence... That it's not good writing. 
That's happened a couple times. I'm quite all right with it. I liked I liked the episode for what it was. Mm-hmm. Yes, nothing really much happened. The thing is, I, I like was expecting when that. I like when tension builds. You know, I, I like I, that too. I, I and I saw that here. I, I I see a lot of the ramifications. I like the little echoes back to season one as well. I like the alien reference with the little boy going. Ah! <laughs> that was the best and, part of the episode, and I love I love the little clues that they give you, especially like the the symbol that the, with the little boy there. They harkens the back, whole episode was a back. reference to season one, episode one. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, like that, but that I've seen it, that already. Was, I'd like to see something different. But that also like you no know, <laughs> brought more attention because you know it's it's I didn't go back and rewatch uh, <gasps> the the previous seasons uh, to prep myself, so it's like oh someone had to remind me about like the episode how where the White Walkers came from the 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 first children how mm-hmm. the the I guess the Night King that's who that was that gets stabbed. Uh, mm-hmm. He's surrounded by those pillars that's has, that mm-hmm. sh- shares that same spiral. So I don't know. I I, I I like little things that you like the viewer can put together. You know, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. And and I don't know. Some of it might not be as clever and well written at times, mm-hmm. especially when you <laughs> you do find out. It's like yes, this is what this was, and this is what we're gonna tell you what that is mm-hmm. uh, ahead of time. Yeah. But uh, I still like it, mm-hmm. and I, can, I can't fault myself for that. So, but I understand where you're coming from when it comes to mm-hmm. the delivery. And this show can totally do it because I remember that episode with Cersei in King's Landing where she like uh, makes a big explosion a few seasons ago oh, yeah. was one of the best scenes I've ever seen on television, and it was like a 20 minute tension building scene mm-hmm. yeah. that culminated well. And I felt oh, it didn't need all this. This felt like it was a little heavy-handed to me. Okay, yeah, I just I wasn't crazy about the dialogue and how it was delivered. Um, uh, I mentioned before that the characters were more just blunt and direct than we're used to seeing them, uh, which I think is just kind of a result of the episode order being shortened for this season. It's yeah. six episodes. I kind of would have liked it to be seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hope there aren't pacing issues going forward. Uh, which there might be. Even last season, I was kind of seeing that. Like there was just a lot of yeah. payoff happening. But it didn't really inspire much feelings. I was I didn't mm-hmm. feel invested. Um, so I hope that doesn't happen this season. Uh, the reunions in this episode they were handled well. I thought I didn't think so. Yeah, no. I thought it was like two lines. You're good. Go get. Oh yeah, I definitely would have liked to see more. Like that's what I mean. Sensa, I, I you seven Sensa goes season. to Tyrion. Oh, My, you were the smartest man, or I once thought. I talk, okay, end of conversation. Yeah, bye. it's literally like these are we're saying things that are going to be important down the line yeah. for plot and nothing else one of us might die my, mm. my <laughs> thought about this was like I, I mentioned this briefly where it's like because tensions are so high now at the end of this like being the last season and like now everybody knows what their job or purpose mm-hmm. needs to be it's like we can't linger too long I mean literally once they get to uh, to the north and they introduce themselves Bran immediately it's like alright we don't have time to, to, mm. the, to for pleasantries we ha- the night that's not because they like, took their the, time the, the rest of the episode the, the, they the, had enough time to ride dragons the, for 20 minutes the wall <laughs> has that. come down we need to like <laughs> get our shit together right we had enough now. time to go to a, a waterfall vacation spot with the two lovers I mean oh, I yeah. still I like that for what it was I just to see someone else ride one of those dragons and see John ride it too a character we've all like kind of come to love since no he's a Mary Sue yeah. He shares my name. I don't. I, appreciate I don't. It. I don't like chosen one elements. Yeah, me and that's what this, I like that sense of Arya. That I mean, like. it's not so much like chosen one. I mean, like a little, like a lot of us thought that he wasn't coming back. I mean, he obviously was. It seemed <laughs> like, but uh, I don't know. I, I I still I like Jon Snow. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think. 
I don't know. I don't know if this would be too risque. Um, but uh, on this podcast, well, you want to see him naked? No, no. Oh, God, I used the wrong. Uh, well, term. he did get a new pair of jeans this week and took Instagram by storm. <laughs> what? What's he really did? This Kit, is true. Kit Harrington, that's yeah. his name. Yeah. I don't think he's the greatest of actors. Really? Yeah. I agree. Well, yeah. outside it's outside true. of this, I, he's eh, very bland. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I, there was an HBO movie that he had with uh, Andy. Oh, Sandberg, the tennis one, yep. which was yeah, which is funny. Days like, in hell. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, I don't think he's he's not like him and um, Daenerys, em- Emily Clark, Clark are yeah. not the strongest of actors. After this, I can't see them really getting too much work afterwards. And I love Lena Headey more than anything, but oh, yeah. I don't think they just keep around because Cersei's like that character, mm. like. I think she should have been gone a while ago. I don't know. I I, I do disagree. And they, with that. like when they Cersei's give her when they give her things, it's like never enough. Like I always want more from her. Oh yeah. I mean, fair. as long as my baby um, Varys is still there, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only Yo, one left. I'm rooting for. This episode, we did get too much screen time on uh, John and Daenerys, who just don't really have chemistry to me. <laughs> they don't. And uh, those that CGI dance with dragons. The dragons are like God stop awful. fucking my mom. I, that was like yeah, that was like a, a shoehorned in joke that didn't really feel like Game of Thrones to me. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like the episode was funny, but it's funnier than it should have been. It didn't feel like uh, it didn't feel what's the word congruent with what we congruous. Yeah, that is a word. I don't fucking know, with what we had got. You've been uh, reading, haven't you? Oh, don't hit me. <gasps> no. But, uh, <laughs> But I, I will say maybe it was worth it to get that Cersei line. She's yeah. looking at that fire, staring at mm. it post-coital, mm-hmm. wine glass enhancing. God, I really wanted those elephants. Yeah, and I, I lost it. I was like, that's mm. fantastic. I had to rewind. That it. was the best part of the episode. Uh, I liked that part too. Audience, what part did you like? But I, I the hope... little boy pinned to the wall. Ooh. Yeah. I Ooh. hope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <There> it is. <laughs> uh, anyway, I hope that's you... the episode two title: the little boy pinned to the wall. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hope future episodes are more balls to the wall. Speaking of which, more boys to the wall than this one. Um, and uh, there was something else I was gonna say. Let's mm. see if I remember it. Yeah. Do you think I will, audience? <laughs> Cast your votes now. <laughs> I don't got it. Oh. Oh, I do kind of like that they took... A, <laughs> Dan- no, this is separate. I do like that they took Daenerys down a peg and was like... Uh, her scene with Samwell, that was good. Yeah, Samwell. I like Sam, too. Samwell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and there was another thing I really... Oh, uh, maybe not dislike. That's a little strong. But um, a lot of revelations happened this episode that I didn't think the characters reacted appropriately <laughs> yeah, they're to. they're just uh, like, staring. The big Jon Snow truth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was okay. I watched the behind the scenes and they kind of... Gave a little more justification for how it went down, but I still wish we got more. And in addition to that, at the beginning of the episode, when Bran says, like, um, the wall is down and they took one of your dragons and, like, converted it to their own, Daenerys is just, like, staring yeah. blankly. And mm-hmm. she goes, yeah, yeah. It's just a tiny gasp. And it's like, come on, this should be a big yeah, fucking deal. Yeah, a few deal. of my recappers, 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 I'm thinking of RuPaul's recaps, <laughs> but um, recappers mentioned that Daenerys should, you know, yeah. show something for one of her children. Uh, I know. I, I don't get it, but... Uh, um, very similar to Cersei, actually. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that they both kind of had three children. Mm-hmm. And one. is she pregnant? Because that was the theory online too. But she's been drinking wine. So. Could be like a phantom pregnancy. Yeah. I think there is a, a prophecy. Yeah. yeah that, I've read like, the books, so I would know. Yeah. Yes. That prohibits her from like having more children. Right? But there was a theory that uh, she would have three, and then like that'd be it. She, right. Like they'd all die before her. But she, there was 
theories online that she might have been pregnant mm. by um we'll see one we're, jamie we also might and be getting then, uh lady stoneheart we're not it's possible someone so, <laughs> someone said it where were you three seasons ago more it, it's not happening it's a it's a it's a uh adaptation okay you know what while we're on the subject that's the biggest flaw of this series that they cut what is the most badass reveal in any of the books and i mean it doesn't have a conclusion yet so i don't know where it goes i did want more cold hands yeah yeah but i was still happy that but a lot of people hated caitlin stark anyway at least that i talked to and i didn't know why i liked caitlin stark because she hated john so i hate john I'm sorry. He's a prick. I, I, what? <laughs> yeah. He's a bastard. Yeah. You're a bastard, John Snow. Yeah, I heard it for four <laughs> fucking seasons. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not a bastard? My, my dad just lied to me for all those years. Oi, and now you're a dead bastard. Uh. <laughs> Oi, shalom, shalom. And May that, your first child be a masculine child. And that was not us auditioning for PBS's remake of Les Miserables, but us uh, doing our Game of Thrones impressions of uh, some Scottish waysayers or whatever. I, I will say, uh, there's another thing I meant to mention. Sorry I'm going on, but Game of Thrones, why am I going on? This, this show doesn't even mean a lot to me. But uh, I, I feel like it's lost its tooth, lost its teeth Ooh. since uh, season five. Or season six, when they brought back Jon Snow. Yeah. Ever since then, everything's kind of been happening predictably. No major character deaths. He's a Mary Sue. Gurm even confirmed. I know. know. Gurm's like, I want to be Jon Snow. Everybody's a a Mary Sue. It doesn't Uh, deal with it. it Not true. Not the ones who died. (laughs) Half the cast. It doesn't fit in with what we thought of Game of Thrones in the first five or so seasons. And, uh, you know, all this plot armor, all this predictability. I, I hope it doesn't continue. I hope they throw us for a loop. Yeah, me too. I hope it ends real depressing. I'm kind of hoping mm-hmm. for that too. Like, I, I like earth shattering. They're all dead. I we, heard. I heard a good theory, but I don't want to share it here. Yeah. I, I don't think it'll happen, but just in case it does, I'll share it behind the kimono later. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, I guess that's it. That was a that was a segment. I'll pick up my movie phone first. Hello, is anyone here? Is it a spam caller? Hello. <laughs> Been getting a lot of those. Well, no one's on my line, so. Ooh. Oh. I didn't wow. see any movies. Let me pick. <laughs> let me pick this. Bad I wanted boy to see up. the Beyonce Homecoming, but I then I looked at how long it was, and it's two and a half hours. Good lord. I mean, good I mean, Beyonce. I mean, that's great, but <laughs> good for I ain't got time for that even on break. <laughs> of course. I guess that's why it's not in theaters. <laughs> Oof. I'm uh, I'm pulling up my A list uh, history right now. Oh boy. All right. Let's get started. Last Saturday, I did my first ever, I think it was my first ever double feature. Oh, I like those. And then I, well, it wasn't like a... Back-to-back. Or it wasn't advertised. Or it's not a double feature in the way that like... Like a grindhouse yeah. Tarantino mm. kind of thing. It, it is a little You saw one different. movie. You had right one eye on one screen and the other one on the other. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even I'm not that mad yet. <laughs> uh, and so it was a double feature and then... Uh, all of a sudden, it became a triple header. Whoa. First Whoa. time ever. It was it was unbelievable. Wow! I went to New York City last Saturday. The big New York Apple. City. <laughs> went to where uh, can a prostitute find some work in this town? <laughs> went, went to uh, my second favorite theater, Lincoln Square, thirteen. I thought you were going to say Lincoln Center, and I was like, <gasps> oh, basically, <laughs> yeah, they're right next to each other. <laughs> um, largest IMAX screen in the country. I've mentioned it before. I will mention it again. The Dark Knight Trilogy. Wow. What? 70 millimeter. Oh. IMAX 70 millimeter. I did the Dark Knight Trilogy once back to back. That's how I was... felt about that. 
Oh, I felt that way too. Out of all the I felt uh, like popcorn and drinks I had, yeah, it was so good. All I, the fizzy sodas, I loved it. Fizzy oh. lifting drinks, Charlie. <laughs> the fuck! I told you not to drink this shit. They got fingerprints on the ceiling. You dumb fuck. <laughs> you turned him big and purple and brown. <laughs> but this was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight trilogy. It never looked so good. <laughs> It's uh, it's one of my favorite trilogies, I guess. It is uh, definitely by far, for my money, the best superhero like stuff ever put to screen. It is fantastic. Uh, and uh, largest screen in the country did it justice. I will get start. I'll start off just on Batman Begins. You know, very good origin story, so tightly handled in a way I feel like we haven't seen before and won't again for a long time. Uh, I teared up at the beginning when when Joe Chill committed his fatal act and little Bruce blamed himself because <laughs> they couldn't get over his fear. At their opera with the weird bat motif going on. Why like, do we is fall, this Bruce? Exactly. I'm not sure. Why do we fall? Oh, just... What's your point of doing all them push-ups? You can't lift a bloody log. <laughs> I'm not sure about this, Mr. Wayne. Where's Rachel? I don't think Where's I don't Rachel? think you're Batman enough to be Batman, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> this was only supposed to be a part-time gig. It was only supposed to be 16 years old. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a family I haven't spoken to in years. <laughs> but uh, sorry, second, second half of Batman Begins, it gets a little silly. Inherently, it has to be once he dons the suit. Once he puts on that funny bat costume, it just becomes a romp voice. through Gotham, right? <laughs> um, the Dark Knight, uh, second film in the series, <laughs> everyone knows. Uh, that is A1 since day one, all My the way through. My favorite of the trilogy. Of course, yeah. it is beautiful, primo, just, ugh, I, I can't Prime say Batman. enough about it. It is, it's just so tightly wound all the way through. There's unbelievable tension, fantastic little twists, and obviously Heath Ledger as a Joker really came alive on the big screen. This is the film that popularized IMAX, uh, so you could thank this movie for inflated ticket prices. Really, uh, <laughs> really popularized it and gave new life to me, new meaning to my life. Um, Dark Knight Rises. I- I'd never seen it. I like it. I'd never seen it immediately <laughs> I mean, I follow it. the last two films, and seeing it in this way as a marathon made me... Um, find new flaws in it new cons but also new pros that i wasn't anticipating did you catch the anne hathaway hey kid how do you you want to know how to steal an apple <laughs> or something like, she has something stupid that i was like yeah I, I appreciate her delivery in that movie I, i'm not a big anne hathaway fan and i don't know why I, i'm not i'm I not like either. Anne hathaway i think she's fine i think she picked some shitty movies though I that's true. Yeah. Like this new one that's coming oh, out with Rebel Wilson. I saw that trailer oh, and I was like, stop, that's an accent. Stop uh, doing British accents, yeah. uh, <laughs> Anne Hathaway. I know. Mm. Um, we'll wait for her witch's debut as the Grand High Witch. Oh. And then I'll watch that probably. I'll throw up. <laughs> Thankfully, they're there. And then we'll go watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw up again. Yeah. Thankfully, there are no British accents in The Dark Knight Rises. I assume if she were to have tried it, Christian Bale would have been. Uh, no. Would have had, yeah. Shut that down real quick. Accent. And Christopher Nolan too. <laughs> Try to do a uh, scene with Bryce in the background. You got your lights here. I have to hear your damn accents. Uh, but these movies, these movies, they do feel uh, the seeing them in this way actually kind of made the second one feel more disconnected. Even though it is the best one, and it does kind of immediately follow the first, which is uh, interesting. They, sh- it feels like some elements for the third one are shoehorned in, like you. Have the uh, reemergence of Ra's al Ghul, and 
the thing with Marion Cotillard and Bane and <laughs> yeah. I just oh Marion Cotillard I, I feel like it could have been everyone knows it had more potential I feel like mm-hmm. after Heath Ledger died Christopher Nolan didn't have much interest in going back to it he he spends a lot of time on Inception mm-hmm. between like you know Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises production uh, so I I wish there were more to it, but it was still really nice to see on this screen. Like the seventy millimeter IMAX scenes, uh, shown brilliantly. Like like detail was fantastic, and uh, landscape stuff really good. Um, still gave me some vertigo, like it did the first time I saw it. That opening <laughs> helicopter scene, and I loved it. I lived for it. And um, yeah. Why just... does Bane wear a mask? <laughs> uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I was born in the, in the darkness. darkness. Take off you the mask. You merely inherited it. Yes, the fire is rising. Uh, but, oh, yeah, seeing all three movies together really... Uh, Made you realize you needed a shower afterwards? Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it made me think that Gotham played more of a role than I originally mm-hmm. thought it did in these movies. Like, it really is just such... A movie that's like a tale of two cities and uh, political. Uh, what's the word? Upheaval. Buffoonery. Buffoonery. <laughs> Upheaval. Yeah. Uh, the third one, I think, does a decent job of elevating the stakes and really bringing out like the worst of Gotham in a way that we don't even see in the second one. Like the second one with the Joker, the climax. Um, the Gotham citizens still. Uh, they still find hope in each other and don't uh, try to put each other down they don't try to blow each other up honestly which is good that's uh, very hopeful and you you see that even this villain isn't able to break them but then by the third one new revelations come out and you just see like a completely broken Gotham which I do appreciate but I wish the movie had a little less going on like we don't need Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Robin no we we just don't. No, I uh, I don't know. I I I'll, I don't like that movie. I, actually, I don't like I don't like the I like I don't like Batman. Uh, no, Dark Knight. I don't like Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises. Woo! I mean, Dark no. Dark Knight for what it is, it's a well put together <laughs> movie and like like visually mm-hmm. well done performances. But there's so many plot holes in that movie that it just drives me up a wall sometimes. Yeah. I love Batman Begins because it it. It take it's more grounded. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously the the other two are as grounded as the first one, and that's what I appreciate about the the trilogy as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, where it doesn't feel so complex and doesn't feel so out outworldy. Where it's like, like uh, why so serious, Batman? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Ba- Batman begins to me. I don't know. It, it it feels more at home to me. I think. I think there could have been more to it. And I, sometimes nowadays, I think that uh, Christopher Nolan is just trying to trick you. I think and th- into thinking that you're watching a good movie. Yeah, uh, I that, can that, see that that's that's my I mindset. I kind of agree with that. But um, I'll 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 leave that as. I as. had some thoughts like that during Inception. I was like, is this oh, Edith no. Piaf playing? I, <laughs> and I, I went. I had thoughts like that with Inception. No, but I loved Inception because Marianne Cotillard uh, just stole the show for me. Dunkirk and um, Interstellar. Dunkirk, really? I liked Interstellar. I can understand. I all three I of the seen well, Interstellar. In, Inception. I can still have fun with that movie. Yeah, you know, I I love just trying to piece together the sort of like the like layers of dreams. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that that's that's actually fun. You know, I like I like uh, seeing all that. Um, 
but yeah, Interstellar and Dunkirk just don't do it for me. Mm-hmm. I liked Dunkirk, but Interstellar. Yeah, I, like can, Dunkirk I mean, too. I think the only, the only thing I like about uh, Interstellar is actually uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Wow. And, and Tars. I never thought I heard you. I hear anyone utter that sentence. The only thing I like. <laughs> what are you talking about? Was Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Come on, uh, Dallas Buyers Club. I, I really like. Mm. I think he really deserved that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> the Dark Knight uh, opening scene, opening high scene, very good. Dark Knight Rises last ten minutes, five minutes. Uh, there's like a little montage or something. I think that's done really well. Actually, it's a nice bookend. It teased uh, into the Batman verse oh. afterwards. <laughs> the Joker verse. The Joker verse. Oh, Joker though. The yeah. joke was on me. <laughs> oh. Anyway, after that, I'm, I'm going to speed through this. Saw three more movies this week. Oh, what no. a what a goddamn week! I, uh, I saw Missing Link on Wednesday. Oh, new, hey, new, yeah, new I, w- I wanted to check this out. Yeah, new Leica movie. I love Leica. It's pleasant. I think it's uh, in the bottom. Yeah, for, for I can them. tell by the trailer. But to be fair, that's not a bad place to be. No. Uh, it took me a while to get invested in the characters, uh, but I appreciated the honest portrayals that they had in this movie like like I handled the the character work pretty decently um, a lot of realism in here too it's got an interesting voice cast yeah Hugh Jackman as like the explorer and Zach Galifianakis as the the Sasquatch the mm-hmm. missing link and Zoe Zeldana's in this yeah oh that I wasn't uh, yeah. that mm-hmm. I didn't know hmm I wonder if she plays a Hispanic person I think so oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting hmm. is she Hispanic I, I, I... With Saldana as her last name? Yeah, Maybe. that's kind of what I figured, but... Uh, <laughs> didn't know that. Uh, the, it was sporadically funny. Um, it's kind of what you get from the trailers. Like, from the trailers, I wasn't too impressed with the humor, and it kind of follows along that same line. Um, there's better dimension given to the jokes that are featured in the trailer, thankfully. But um, I do feel like it took a backseat to the great visuals, which... We're it's there. Always thankfully. there for Leica. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, the climax it was kind of soft, but this is a it's a movie that's pleasant all the way through. Mm. Yeah, I recommend it. Um, I don't think it'll be anyone's favorite, but it's a fun time. Will it be better than Ugly Dolls? You think? Uh, I, don't I don't know. I don't it's know. gonna be a close race. Honest, honestly, <laughs> but people's people, in it. People are uh, looking forward to Ugly Dolls. Uh, Who's people? people? Did, did, did anyone own? <laughs> did, did any of us own any of those dolls? I did not. No. I remember walking into like a place somewhere in Westfield, like some kind of Ricky Ding toy store, and they had in these Westfield, like, New Jersey, Rinky Ding. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, and I was like, "What? What the hell are these? The, the one's missing an eye here, and like, I get, I, I get it, I get it. It's ugly, and it's like you're supposed to appreciate for what it is, and that's like the because whole... you two children are ugly. Yeah, <laughs> and you're fat, and, <laughs> and you're balding, and you're and and then you, you your parent, your, your family, your family doesn't love you, and <laughs> shut up, mom. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of bullying, that's actually uh, a big theme of one of the next movies I watched. Bully, bully. Which was uh, Little. Little. With, uh, oh. Issa, Issa Rae, yeah. Regina Hall, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, I forgot the little girl's name. She's, She's on from, Blackish. Yeah, Blackish, yeah. Uh, I think it's like Marseille Martin, mm-hmm. something like that. Oh, I know what this is. Uh, this, I liked the trailer, but I wouldn't go see this. Yeah, this I was a decent it. enough movie. I wish that. Oh, I saw the trailer so many goddamn times. I know. There's that BMW line. <laughs> yeah. There's a security guard is outside of a school. He's like calling him for black help. He's like, hey, excuse me, we got a BMW over here. A black mama whooping. And it's just like, okay. I, I wish they expounded on that a little or more Or use in the, the classic movie. beat her like a Cherokee drum line. Oh, yes. <laughs> would love to see that. This woman just beat her child like a Cherokee drum. That would sell me. I'd watch that movie every day for the rest of my life. I'm going to oh, yeah. burn that movie and Uncle Drew. Oh, well. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't see <laughs> with, Uncle uh, Drew. Alan Iverson, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. And Nick Kroll. <laughs> Anyways, little. I, I, I saw it. It was. I, I enjoyed it. Issa Rae was great. Um, I liked it when Regina Hall was spitting venom at everyone else in the cast. Ven, 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 she, ven. she plays like a huge asshole, uh, which was kind of fun to watch. Um, but thankfully, she's not there for the whole movie. She does get replaced by the by the the titular little, the, the cute, uh, Mar, Mar, say Martin, Martin uh, Sheen. Yeah, Martin Sheen. <laughs> no, that's um, I, casting right there. <laughs> I was impressed by by the Littles acting. Uh, the Littles, yeah. <laughs> the um, artist formerly known this, as the Little. This is such a polite uh, review. <laughs> uh, Literally, we can't expect to remember children's names now, too. <laughs> um, I, I do think it went on a fairly long the movie and. Unfortunately, the resolution was was brought to us by Fortnite dances. Oh no! I feel and like that's that's, that's a, cut up and, and I can't. That's in every damn movie. Oh, sh- did I talk about Shazam on this podcast? No. Oh, no. well, there's flossing in that. So, yeah, but I hear that's a good movie, though. Oh no, it is good. I liked it. Uh, it was funny. I kind of thought of it as like a PG thirteen Deadpool. Um, okay, sub- a little subversive. I can know, appreciate it's that. It's like it's it's PG thirteen in terms of the sensibility and story too. Like it's good for the family. But uh, it's it's more risque than Marvel. Fare. Bad for the home. I I hear it's more in line with like the Spider-Man Raimi f- movies. Yeah, I could see that. I see. I see. I hear a lot of comparisons to that. Yeah, there's some parts like the villain. I'm not too crazy about. Um, some parts are a little bit cheesy, but it's fun. It's a good time. Okay. Um, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to a sequel. Hopefully. Nice. Let's see. So that was little. That was Shazam. Uh, what else? Oh, Master Z, Ip Man Legacy. Is a Chinese oh, film. Is it, like, <laughs> wait, is this the fourth one? <laughs> this is a spin-off. A spin-off? Yeah, yeah, He's Man not Four fighting um, uh, Mike Tyson in this one? No, no. <laughs> but, but Batista is in this one. Oh, no. And honestly, he's pretty good. Really? Um, his acting is not the strongest I've seen him do, uh, but it is good, especially for this movie where the acting is kind of weak um, by most of the cast. You know, they're just there to fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michelle Yeoh, Yeoh is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um most recently in Crazy Rich Asians. She does some good uh, kung fu work in here, too. Nice. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and it's a spinoff. I'm not really familiar with the Ip Man story up until far, the trilogy. Um, but they, I, you don't need to have seen the other ones. They kind of provide some black <laughs> backstory. Whoa, whoa, and, whoa. whoa. <laughs> well, I was trying to... <laughs> I know you just talked about Little. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw Little and Master C back to back, so it was a minority doubleheader at uh, at the AMC. But oh boy, because I, I was trying to say backstory and flashbacks. Let me just there, so I know. Uh, hey, I can say that. But <laughs> oh, but, we're gonna uh, get age gated. No, 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 Master Z. It was a, it was a fun movie. It was good. Um, the story is serviceable. It's pretty bare bones, but the kung fu stuff a little too much wire work for my liking. It works really well in like the a big opening scene, opening fight where they're um, there's like a city populated with neon signs, or not a city, a street populated with neon signs. That's like the main setting and the main kind of motif that I really like seeing over and over um but even though we do see it over and over it doesn't match up to uh the first time we see this uh scenery when they're all like fighting they're doing like intricate 
um, wire work on different neon signs that are like inches long and they're like jumping from one to the other and it's like really cool to see but then uh, they keep the neon sign motif and it doesn't really have the same punch as it did when we were introduced to it mm. so that's kind of unfortunate but it's good there's a really fun scene with uh i'm sure this like might be on youtube it should be with um michelle yo and the uh, protagonist of the movie like passing each other a, a glass of whiskey in a bar and they're just like no you take it you take it and they're doing like crazy um it's like if you ever if you've ever gone to a mall and you've seen uh, the orbs at the kiosk yeah. yeah people messing with the orbs that's like exactly you what remind me of the boy i know <laughs> don't listen <laughs> oh, to that true. episode the audio is bad but <laughs> listen to it anyway audience. But, uh, so so there were some good moments in this movie and uh ultimately i, I enjoyed it I, I, it definitely put me in the mood to want to see more uh, kung fu stuff just over the top Whew, that's it for me. Nice. I'm hanging up this movie phone. I don't got enough minutes. Uh, all right, my stuff's real fast. Uh, we got a new trailer for uh, a new movie starring Molly Shannon, uh, Wild Nights with Emily, where Molly Shannon plays Emily Dickinson. Oh, and I she's, love and, and, Molly and Shannon. She's having these comedic uh, love affairs with her uh, female lover. And it, it's 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 Ooh, something I else. need to get into that. It, trailers two two minutes long. I, I recommend it. It looks funny. It's Molly Shannon. So how can you not you know, go she wrong with gem. that? Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of that. Um, what was that Hulu movie that came out? Uh, with the nuns. Oh, the and, uh, the hours, the little hours. It reminds me yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, it it, mm-hmm. it shares a little bit of that humor. Um, we got a new Chucky trailer. Oh yeah, I did see this. Uh, which yeah, it 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 got me. Chucky ex- got hot. No, I'm just kidding. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, it um, it got me more excited. Uh, I I don't know. I love me some Aubrey Plaza. She I love me that. I love me some Mark Hamill, and it doesn't sound like. <laughs> oh, that's why. And it doesn't sound like Joker Hamill. It sounds. It almost, Chucky Hamill. It sounds more like um the the original voice or actor for uh, for Chucky. It oh. sounds a little bit more in in oh, terms no. of voice <laughs> and stuff like that, yeah. and just him like hauntingly like like saying, "People, let me tell you about my best friend." Mm-hmm. Over the trailer, my just like. And me. So I I'm into it. I I'll go check it out. I'll watch it. And uh, uh, back to Star Wars news. We got Ooh, a new trailer. We got a new. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's back. Apparently, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, uh, we got a new Star Wars uh, Episode Nine trailer. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. I don't like the title. Yeah, me neither. I, you know, I'm not. It's okay. I'm. I'm okay with it. I would um, prefer Rise of the Skywalkers just to keep the Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith motif. I think it has to appeal to like. Now it's servicing more to the fans because yeah. of the backlash from the last movie, and I'm I'm still not a fan of that. And when I saw this trailer, I wasn't sure what to expect. But as it was like slowly like building, mm-hmm. I was like, wow! It, it just it, it put that grin back in my face where it, like it got me excited for Star Wars again. Mm-hmm. As like like I always am, and I always will be. I always be a Star Wars shill, I, I suppose. <laughs> But uh, it got me. It got me feeling those feels again. I remember watching it, and I remember just like it, it was like that gleeful laughter you get when you watch something <laughs> meaningful to you. Did something like uh, that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and you know, and as I um, was watching the trailer with a bunch of nerds in the comic book store, and then like the uh, then the panel, like all the lights came back in the theater, and there's Ian McDermott, who's famous for playing the Emperor. And he just says says into a microphone, "Roll it again." <laughs> I was like, "Oh man!" Like I don't know what to expect out of this, and I'm I'm quite excited to see where it goes. So mm-hmm. it it really put that put that childhood 
right back into Thank it. God you worded that correctly. Otherwise, I'm I know, I know. That, 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 no, <laughs> more editing for you. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for it. So um, I think that's it from me. Right. I'm a little worried Star Wars is going to be overstuffed because oh, it's it's already it already is. There. It, yeah, this yeah. I'm not even Star Wars fan. It, 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 it is like, already what? there. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> people are already saying, "Now make Solo Two happen." Wow. Yeah. I can't even go to the soda shop without running into a Star Wars or two along the way. <laughs> Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. Anyang. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right, so um, trot on the boards. I ain't got shit. All right, so I had to... Who knew that in order to get to theatrical heaven, all I had to do was go to hell on Broadway, <laughs> 80s town. Hot ticket of the century. Uh, a little trivia. I spent... This was about six months ago buying my tickets for the third to last preview performance. About $150 for second row mezzanine seats. Currently, same seat, sits at $279. Whoa. You Overnight made a sensation. Good deal. Yes. <laughs> and um, the reviews are flawless. This show was amazing. And I I figured it was. I've been a fan of uh, Anais Mitchell's uh, concept album for years. Um, it's taken 10 years to make it to Broadway and been through so many transitions. Um, I liked it equally as Comet, which is my favorite Broadway show in the past. Wow. Because Comet is like me personified, because Russian <laughs> literature on stage for. Till Moby Dick comes along for that five hour. Magnum Opus. Well, until but, Amy Sedaris produces yeah. Broadway oh, yeah. musical. Can I, can I ask you this? Yes. Were you more excited to see this or the lightning thief on stage? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but I, it was just incredible. It's a retelling of Orpheus and Eurydice set to bluegrass, New Orleans-style jazz music. Um, we've got... Andre De Shields, who was in the original Wiz, is back playing Hermes. We've got Amber Gray, who has transcended as Persephone. We've got Patrick Page, um, legendary baritone, like deep, 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 deep voice, mm. deepest on Broadway, playing Hades. And we've got two young lovers. We've got Ava, uh, Ava Ann, I'm going to call her because I'm going to butcher that last name, who I did see in Miss Saigon in London. And she's very young, very talented. And then we have the only source spot in the production. And there's a reason for it, I think. I mean, he did great. Like, I'm not going to give it to him. The, just the way he played the character was a little weird. We've got Reeve Carney, who you may know from... Um, he's in Penny Dreadful, if you've ever seen that. I, yeah. I know. Um, he was in Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark as main Spider-Man, who didn't fall. Who, who, who died. Oh. Who didn't die. Because he was main. He was featured, so he didn't do any of those crazy stunts. He replaced the people who did who, die. Who was he in Penny Dreadful? Just He's the dead. cowboy dude. Oh! Yeah. Wow, that name just went over my head. Yeah, he's playing um, Orpheus, and Ava is Eurydice. Um, I think Ava did a better job portraying... The way Reeve plays Orpheus is a little bit special. I don't, I don't know... Mm, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Awkward would be a word. And okay. He's played a little bit awkward, too. He's not like a hipster. And the reason why is because Duano, uh, last name Duano, is currently in Oklahoma as Curly, and he originated the role, so they can't do both at once, but I would have loved to see him instead of Reeve, but I'm not gonna, you know, say anything against him. It was a fabulous production, crazy. Um, I've never seen audiences get up to their feet during previews after almost every number and just clap wow. for solid minutes. And I did feel like the second act dragged a little bit, but even then, like, like I had audible gasp next to me. Just, <gasps> and it was just like them repeating the score over and over again. It gets like, there's this melody that's there and it's it pops up every, like take a shot and you'll die by the end of the performance whenever you hear this one 
simple thing, but I highly recommend it, even for people who aren't invested in theaters. I mean, if you've got the budget now, but I'm how, sure. How long is it? Two and a half hours? Two and a half hours. Okay, yeah, not but too bad. It, it feels like a good old time. You go into a, 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 a big easy funeral, and it's I, the best time of I, your life. I love the costumes. Yeah. The costumes just like kind of yeah. really evoke a, a, a different pre- mm-hmm. premise. Yeah, it's like apocalyptic. I can't say that word. Apocalyptic. Um, I don't know. Post apocalyptic. Post apocalyptic. New Orleans. Vibes. Yeah. Realness. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I like John's costume today. Wearing a Hades <laughs> oh, would you look at that? I'm wearing my merch. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a merch, and you know where they got me? You knew where I knew this was a show for me? Where? They knew they got them lapel pins in just for me. Ooh. They said, oh, you like them, <laughs> hipsters? We got him. I love when Don't I get. Work. I love when I get free merch. I remember when I saw um, <laughs> Groundhog's Day, and they yeah. gave me the whole. They gave me the whole building for free for <laughs> that, showing up. <laughs> no, I saw Curious Incident of the Dog. Oh, that's a great show. And uh, I was a prime number, and so I got to go, and I just give me a uh, free pen. And I was like, hey, they made, just made my day. That's cool. Boom. Yeah. Now I'm going to Shake Shack. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Um, but totally go see it. Um, they're releasing their cast album soon. Um, just go see it. If nice. not, find a way. Wink. <laughs> find a way and that's where I'll end my Trot on the Blade segment <laughs> I had a good time in the theater this week very nice that's yeah. awesome cool yeah. uh, I guess real fast um, depending on when this episode goes up uh, Form funny thing I have to win the Form at uh, Summer, Somerset Valley Players is going up uh, April 26th and will be up for three weekends it's going great so far we're now going into tech week um Show looks fun. It's it 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 it's mm-hmm. so vibrant. It's so funny. Our pseudolus is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, Chris Guell is his name. Uh, he invokes so much Nathan Lane mm-hmm. uh, about him, and his timing and wit- wittiness is mm-hmm. so pristine. Everybody, everybody has just these little little motifs that just evoke so much humor out of them. So. That's great. I recently saw. Um through my means, a video of Whoopi as Pseudolus, and it was Whoa, hilarious. Really? Yeah, she took over for the revival for a short minute, and... I want to see her. It's the only time, like, I usually hate when people, like, add things. Like, there was that one person from uh, Spice Girls who was in Chicago, and she added, like, a Spice Girls reference in Chicago, and I was like, that don't... <laughs> get that out of here, but Whoopi was just ad-lib, and I was like, ah! I can only imagine her singing. She's like, I don't need another white old man. I got mm, one at home. Mm, ah! Pretty little picture. <laughs> uh. Even when she hosted the Tonys and she came down as Mary Poppins and she's like, I ain't watching the kids. I was like, ah, Whoopi. I love her. Uh, uh, Whoopi's good people. I like Whoopi. She has to, she's she, good people. She's got to get off the view, though. You know. Oh, well, there was some uh, view drama. Well, there's, there's always view drama. Then we can start a podcast on view drama, but... Yep. Uh, and yeah, and uh, Shrek. Uh, um, I haven't started rehearsals for that yet, just because form has yeah. taken over my life. So probably after the first week of performances, I'll be going right into rehearsals. I mean, they're already still they're in rehearsals right now, so mm-hmm. they're just working without Shrek. Shrek is just <laughs> they're working around Shrek. <laughs> and at this scene, Shrek will be here, and then uh, here and here. And so to, uh, we're going to put a big blob <laughs> in this space. We hired Me. this homeless person off the street and dress them in green. Uh, Work yeah. around them. We have this With a big, tennis ball. We have Nickelodeon Gak here. And we're just going to put a, a name tag that says Shrek. No, it's Guillermo del Toro with the oh. Pan's Labyrinth Fairy just doing this. So you're watching where Shrek is. Oh, that would be a dream production. Oh, 
Doug Jones just comes in oh, as Donkey. Man. <laughs> the hands, yes, eye the hands. Pale man. Um, oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's all I got. All right, final segment. We've made it. Disc jockeys off to the races. Bang! First horse out the gate. Three albums out today, audience. Today. So Ooh. by the time you're listening, they'll be out. Um, Starbombs uh, Triforce, which is a group that is uh, Aaron Hansen, Danny Sexbang, who's in Ninja Wait. Sex Party, who I've talked to you yes. about before. Brother of Evan Hansen? No, no, you will not be found. <laughs> Chris <No>. Hansen? <laughs> <laughs> Just make some iced tea. <laughs> you know, Chris Hansen walks through the door. Why, why don't you have a seat? <laughs> <laughs> but I made some iced tea. Oh, hot damn, iced tea. <laughs> what, did you, what did you come here to do today? <laughs> um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Star Bombs Triforce is out. It's video game parody music that's really good. Okay. They have like a Mario Party rap in this album. They have another Legend of Zelda song. They have a song about Overwatch. Mark, you like Overwatch, don't you? <laughs> Cheers, love. Yes. <laughs> Sounds uh, like life in 24 frames. So I would give that a listen. Uh, Lizzo's Cause Woo! I Love You came out today and it is dush it. Number one I currently on the US you. iTunes billboard chart, whatever that works, but Damn. good for her. Good Look for how her. far our girl Lizzo came. She Who? Has deserved it. <laughs> Somebody come get this man! <laughs> and then... You got caught? In my DMs. In my DMs. What? In my DMs. What? Uh, I've only listened to a couple tracks off that album. A but few. It's good. Uh, but, yeah. And she's getting the fame selling oh, out yeah. tours in seconds. God good. Damn, she deserves all, it. All the money to her and her flout. <laughs> I, I, I gotta give more of a listen to this. I, I've always listened to a, a couple songs, uh, mostly that what I John, forced you what to John was, to. was listening to. Strapped you, know, you down to the chair. It sounds fine. It doesn't sound like for me, but I want to see you know, some some more of her. I want to see what, uh, what she's got. Mm. Yeah, what I heard on Spotify... Uh, it's because I'm not a, a paying Spotify member, so I got it on Shuffle Play. And I heard about three or four tracks that seem to have like the same tempo, same upbeat well, style. Well, one of the songs is tempo. Well, that, that was the first one it started out with, actually. Uh, featuring, Who's on that? Macy? Uh, Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott, yep. yeah. Misdemeanor. Misdemeanor here. Hey. But uh, I felt like maybe the songs were a little bit too similar, that close to each other. I don't know if that's an actual problem on the album, but I mean, they're... They're just, they are fun and infectious. So even if it, like, is maybe a better collection of singles than an album, they're just still so good. I can't fault it. Mm. Um, and then lastly, I had to mention it because I need to give it a listen. And I love, like, live concert renditions of Beyonce's Homecoming, the live album. Also yeah. went on sale today. And I love Beyonce. That's you know, not two and a half I mean, I'm not song. the stan. I'm my girl Gaga coming out with a new album real soon. It's coming. <laughs> I swear she's taken, like, a media hiatus. She usually does that. Right before the big push comes. Damn. So, it's coming. Push! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that she, as a motorcycle, burts the album. Which she honestly did in her tour. Oh, I have boy. to show you. She has, like, this prosthetic stomach. And she's in the back. And all her dancers emerge from the stomach. She's crazy. Yeah, that girl crazy. I knew me going there. You that rah-rah bitch, ain't you? <laughs> well. Uh, I knew me going there would somehow relate to Gaga. Yeah. It yeah. always finds a way. Always. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my horse came in. Hey, what I said about Lizzo, that's all I got for this week. Uh, I got a couple. Uh, Lumineers has a new album, uh, oh, a new, new single out, uh, Gloria. Um, Gloria! No, Gloria, not that, not da, that da, one. Da, da, da. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's, it's more uh, Lumineers. I like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice acoustics. Um, I think it's also to help promote like their next uh, tour setting up, too, as well. Um, 
you know, uh, I don't know much about what uh, their next album's coming out. I think it's called like Three Three's a Crown. I don't know. Do you know anything about this, Matt? No, no. I'm, I'm not a big Lumineers it, guy. Oh man, uh, I love them. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, I, I I like their new single. It it, it it sounds like anything else that they've put out pr- previously. So it's a positive in my book. Mm. Uh, and the head and the heart. Uh, one of my favorite bands uh, put out a new single uh, for their fourth album that's set to come out. It's called uh, Misconnections. Not a fan. Um, Damn. Uh, What's uh, different about it? Oh, it's it sounds very popish, and I'm not too keen on that. Where the the head and the heart for the at least for the first two albums sound sounds very folk and sounds very real, mm-hmm. and the, the 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 name of the band just heavily implies. Yes, it's it's dealing with what's going on in your head and what's going on in your heart. Their second album, uh, "Let's Be Still," one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, it's just right there. Like, I would have to put it top five just because of how good it is. Wow. Almost every song on that album speaks to me on an emotional level. And uh, I think, what's, oh, man, Josh McBride, one one of my favorite songs from them. But this one just doesn't do it for me. This, um, I mean, I haven't. This is only the first out, al- the uh, first song that they're putting out for this new album. Uh, the third one that came out um, was just fine. There, uh, not a lot of good hits. I think that came out of it. Um, I think it's all we ever knew. I think was the name of it, and that was like one of their singles, but just didn't do it for me but mm-hmm. uh, uh they're going on tour soon as well they might actually be with the lumineers as well hmm. but um i like to check them out i love to see them live uh, i've seen some of their recorded sets which are pretty nice but um other than that yeah it just mm-hmm. kind of fell flat their uh uh their new single so yeah that's all i got mm-hmm. all right. well speaking of gloria uh jesus died for somebody's sins but not mine <laughs> Happy Good Friday, folks. Happy Good Friday, all. But before we go... Hail Satan! <laughs> before we go, where can our audience find us on the social media? Ooh, you can find me uh, hands crossed... No, hands together in the first pew. Actually, you know what? No, I'm glad you know what a pew is, at least. <laughs> no, that, don't sit in the first pew. That'll hurt. Let's just say Notre Dame's not the only thing burning down this week. Fire! <laughs> Hell's Kitchen started filming early, I see. Uh, Welcome to Hades Town, France. (laughs) No, there was some good uh, live-action Hunchback Notre Dame jokes on Twitter that I was like, ooh, I shouldn't be laughing at this. But yet again, the Catholic Church, they got the money. They got the money. They're good. Don't worry about them. This was a, this was an insurance right? scam. It lasted a good nine hundred years. It's but good. three beehives survived. <laughs> the bees, <laughs> not the bees. Oh, but yeah, don't sit in the first pew. Uh, you're gonna hurt your neck. Sit like, you know, if you're doing Dolby, do the fifth pew. If you're doing IMAX, go toward the back. <laughs> Matt, just just you win every time. <laughs> you're laughing. You're making John. <laughs> And that doesn't happen. No one makes John laugh. <laughs> That's, <bitch. laughs> That's where you can find me. Uh, 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 you can find me 
over at uh, M Zebro Junior over on Instagram or uh, Man Who Wears Hats over on Twitter, or you can find my new podcast Inside the Actor Studio over on iTunes. Inside the Gamer Stronghold. Inside the Gamer Stronghold. You said Inside the Actor Studio. Oh, no, did, did I? Without hesitation. Oh God, <laughs> James Lipton, don't come for us. Oh, you said it without missing yeah. a no, beat. Matt fucked me up. <laughs> well, Matt fucks it all up all the time. Uh, what the fuck, Uncle Buck? Uh, no, you can, you can inside the gamer stronghold. It's my new podcast, video game centric, interview uh, based discussion as well. Uh, it's available over at iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and over at Podbean. And that goes up every Friday of the week at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Oh, oh, you got a schedule now, huh? You got to be consistent. My my intro took a week to record. Anyways. It's where we differ. <laughs> you can find me, Jonathan Gwikowski, losing my mind currently at this table and at losing my mind JK on Instagram, drinking read JK on Twitter. You can follow my other anime slash studio Ghibli podcast. Anime was not a mistake. Um, we are currently in a few days watching from up on Poppy Hill. So maybe by the time this is up, that will definitely be up. Is that a sad one? No, it's actually not. Oh, it's okay. about... Incest, maybe? (laughs) Question mark? I'll never tell. That's Um, that's one way I would like Game of Thrones Season 8 to echo Season 1. More incest. (laughs) Yeah. More (laughs) incest? With a question mark? Um, And I guess, um, obviously, after our next episode, we might have a a future guest on our um, Nightcap segment, you know, our our main show. But um, after that, we're getting into what I like to deem, or what we'd like to deem, anime. Anime. So, you may eat suspect. The, was that an eat the cake? Anime. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you got that. Look oh. at Tina Turner and a Bunsen burner over here, right? <laughs> it took me a minute. Yeah. Um, but anime, where we will take an animated movie and dissect it on caps. So, stay mm-hmm. tuned for that. Anything you got to say, Matt, to wind up the night? <laughs> oh, uh, I've, um, I'm forgiven. And I'm absoluted. What's the word? I'm clear, conscious clear, baby. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for another installment of Nightcaps at the Theater. Special thanks to the Free Music Archive for providing the track Four Way by William Ross Chernoff's Nomads, an edited version of which you're hearing now. We at Nightcap sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode. If that's the case, or even if it's not, please remember to rate our show on iTunes and leave a review. It really means a lot. Good night, and binge responsibly.